it's already the second half of the year. Now, if you're like me and most others, you're looking at your new year resolutions list and your goals list, and maybe you're feeling stressed out because you haven't accomplished as much as you wanted to, or maybe the outcomes, they're just not coming quickly enough. Well, the Bible tells us to wait on the Lord, but what does that really mean? How should we wait? Well, this and more we're going to answer in this week's episode. So stay tuned. Apples! Welcome back to the weekly podcast, The Good Apple, with me, your host, Sharonda Simone. The Good Apple is a place where Christ followers, at any stage of your walk, can learn to apply powerful, life-transformative, biblical truths to live in the world, but not of the world, according to John 15. We are a community of kingdom kids who live bright lives, seasoned and salty, with lots of godly flavor to enhance the world as directed in Matthew 5. We are the remnant of God's people, the good apples, who invite God into our everyday lives and live in success, health, wealth, prosperity, peace, and applied biblical knowledge as those spoken of in Isaiah 65. Apples, welcome or welcome back. So we are on season two of the Good Apple podcast. You guys, I'm excited. I hope you're ready. The break was much needed. Okay, so we have 10 episodes for season one fully loaded. If this is your first time tuning in to the podcast, then you already have lots of good information, power packed filled episodes that you can binge listen, okay? But no, we're on season two and Apples, I hope you're ready. We are going to hit the ground running. So I have a lot that I want to cover in the next upcoming season. However, I think I'm going to switch the format up just a little bit. Um, Last season, we had some pretty long episodes. So I'm going to try something different this time. I'm going to try doing smaller segments or shorter segments. Now, if you prefer the longer format, let me know. But, you know, I'm just going to see how this works out, you guys. Okay, so I'm really trying to still feel my way through this whole podcast setup. As you guys know, I am a woman working solo. Okay, this is a one woman production. So again, let me know. Give me feedback, you know, after we do a few of these shorter segments. Okay, let me know if you prefer the longer segment or the shorter format. Okay, all right. So. Per usual, all right, I am excited. And you guys, when I share what Holy Spirit has downloaded today, I know that it's going to be life impacting and transformative. I do pray that you are open and receptive to what the Lord wants to share through me. All right. Um, If this is your first time again, welcome. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Um, If you are a returning listener and supporter, thank you so, so much, you guys. The first season was an absolute success. The Good Apple community continues to expand. Even during the break, I was still getting feedback new listeners, people tuning in, people following on social media. So I'm anticipating even more growth and I'm so thankful to God and I'm so thankful to each and every one of you. Now, if you recall, before we closed out season one, I did say that I wanted to gift away a couple of t-shirts, just a small, small token of my way of saying thank you to the Good Apple community. Now, of course, I wish I could gift 
everyone a special token. And you know what? In the name of Jesus, that is coming. That is down the line, all right? But now I do want to just show my appreciation to two people who I know have just shown up week after week who continue to comment, to continue the conversation on all social media platforms. They reach out to me. They give me feedback, you know, topic ideas. These two people are truly active members of the Good Apple community. And for that, I am so thankful. So the two winners of the gift away. Okay, remember, there are more gift aways to come. All right. So continue to stay engaged and an active community member. But the two people that I want to say a special thank you to are Emily and Kevin. So I will specifically reach out to Emily and Kevin, get their t-shirt size requests, and I'll make sure that they get their special gift. Now, again, you guys, it really means so much to me. It means so much to just the mission that I have here with the Good Apple podcast. If you guys remember the very first episode, I was just kind of sharing with you exactly how the Good Apple podcast came about. Directly, it was from the Lord saying, hey, you know what, Sharonda? It's time for you to launch this podcast. Again, it's not about me, you guys. It is not about me. And most of the episodes where I'm sharing something with you, it's because I've either been through it or Holy Spirit just took me through it or I was going through in that moment. You guys, these are life application skills, biblical principles that I have learned over the years that Holy Spirit has allowed me to experience, that he has brought me through, and I'm sharing them with you. So I truly hope that you see my heart. It is genuine to serve Christ and to serve his people. Okay, so before we jump into the information for today, if you can, go ahead and bow your heads. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we come before you right now thanking you so much for waking us up this morning. God, we thank you so much for the gift of breath in our lungs. Lord, we ask right now that you would just help us to focus on the information, Lord. I ask right now for me that you just remove every distraction, Lord, from my mind, my environment. Lord, I ask that you just take over my speech, God. Allow the words that leave my mouth to go to your people and to impact them in the way that you would have it. Lord, I also ask the same for removing distractions for the listeners, God. We just come against every satanic attack that would prevent us from making the divine connection, Lord, in this moment. We thank you so much for being God, Lord. We thank you for forgiving us even when we don't deserve it, Lord. We thank you for loving us even though we are not always lovely. Lord, we lift you up right now. We give you all the praise and adoration. You are God. And we love you for being such a good daddy. Amen. This episode of The Good Apple Podcast is being sponsored by SharondaSimone.com, the website where I share all of my raves and faves for beauty, motherhood, lifestyle, and my home. All the items there can keep you bougie on a budget. So make sure you head over and check it out www.sharondasimone.com 
Okay, Apples, so I also wanted to let you know that this season we are going to have a lot more conversations. So I do have some guest speakers already lined up. I also have some interviews that have already been recorded that I'm going to chop up and share with you in small segments again. Okay, so we're doing a new format, slightly shorter segments. So it's definitely going to be not only my perspective, but also the perspective from some other good Apple community members. Now, if you want to be a co-host on one of the upcoming shows, just reach out to me, you guys. All of my contact information is in the description box. Whatever app you are listening through, you'll be able to reach out to me. I'm also on social media, okay? All of my social media handles are down below as well. So if you'd like to be a guest or if you have a recommendation for a guest, let me know, okay? So again, season two is going to be, it's going to be dynamic. You're still going to love it just as much as you've loved season one, but I definitely want to broaden the conversation, okay? I want to broaden the experiences that we share. We're going to be talking about patience today. Now, if you ask my mother, because she is like one of the main people outside of my husband that I go to when I am in crisis, okay, or when I am feeling moments of impatience, all right? Uh, these two people will probably tell you, hey, yeah, you know, patience is something that Sharonda needs to continue to exercise. And I love the fact that we are, you know, we, we use the phrase exercise patience, you know, because for me, it's truly a muscle that I need to continue to work out on a daily basis. Okay. Like I should literally have a time set out in my day to exercise my patience because it's not so much that you know, I get easily frustrated with just everyday things in life. You know, that's not something I struggle with. I know, you know, that life has ups and downs and that there are curveballs, you know, that part I get. But for me, and let me know if you're the same way, for me, it is patience with the long-term goals. You know what I mean? I like to know, okay, in 90 days, this is the expectation. This is what's going to happen. That is where I tend to struggle. And, you know, once I realized that it did become easier for me to go to God and to say, okay, Lord, let me lay down this part of my life. And it's a continual surrender for me. Okay. Our continuous surrendering. I'm continually having to say, okay, today, okay, on this day, I need to surrender that impatience, the need to know what's going to happen long-term. Okay. Long-term, that is where I really get tripped up. Now for you, it might be impatience about, you know, everyday things, you know, day-to-day living. Either way you take it, the Bible tells us that we are to wait on the Lord. Now it's very interesting because growing up this song, you know, we used to sing, uh, if you guys remember, I went to an all girls boarding school in Jamaica. And one of the songs we used to sing was, you know, wait on the Lord. And it's, you know, I won't sing it for you, okay, because I am one of those bathroom singers, okay? You can't tell me anything when I have the echo of the shower, all right? I, I should be on stage, but I, I won't do that to you on this um, setting, okay? I'm going to save your ears. But the song is, you know, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They, the, they will run and not be weary, they will walk and not faint. Teach me, Lord, 
teach me, Lord, how to wait. And that is how I remember the song. If any of my fellow Westwoodites, if you guys, you know, remember that song, I believe those were the words. But, you know, growing up, we used to sing that song during, you know, the daily worship and devotional at school. And so I committed it to memory. So I kind of just sang it out of, you know, rote memorization. It wasn't until I began to read the word more and more, I realized that that's actually a Bible verse that was turned into a hymn. Now, when I think about patience and waiting on the Lord, patience, waiting on the Lord, I think it's very interesting how the Bible puts together the words, you know, wait on the Lord. And then it moves on to, because you'll mount up with wings like an eagle, you'll run and not be weary, you'll walk and not fail. So for me, it's almost like a a disconnect. Okay. If we're waiting, where are we running to? Where are we flying to? If we're waiting, you guys, Once I share with you what Holy Spirit revealed to me about this text, I really do think it's going to be very, very eye-opening for you. It's going to be encouraging for you. I know it was for me, and I would love to hear your feedback. So if you can, grab your Bibles, and let's read what the Word of God says. Okay, so turn your Bibles to Isaiah chapter 40, and we're going to start reading from verse 30. And then we're going to read to the end of verse 31. I'm reading from the King James Version. And it reads, Even though the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. And then the chorus goes, or the hymn goes, teach me, Lord, teach me, Lord, how to wait. Apples, I don't know about you, but I definitely am still learning how to wait. (laughs) Wait on the Lord. Now, there are so many benefits to waiting on the Lord, okay? So the book of Isaiah, you know, he's telling us, look, in verse 30, young people, you know, those who still have a lot of vitality and physical life left in them, you know, they have their whole life ahead of them. Even they are going to faint. They're going to get tired and they're going to be weary. They're going to be run down, even young people, right? And the young men shall utterly fall. So even though your physical body is still, you know, at its peak, sometimes you're going to have moments where your physical body is going to give out. You're going to be tired. You're going to be weary. You're going to fail. You're going to fall. All right. But verse 31 is the redemption, the happy, the, you know, the praise moment. Okay. But so that word, but erases all in verse 30, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Let's break that down. Waiting on the Lord is a way for us to regroup. You know, sometimes we move so quickly. There is so much going on in life, so many things pulling at our attention, at our finances, at our mental space, you know, at our heartstrings. I mean, so many goals and aspirations. It can get tiring. It can get overwhelming. You know, I know a few times this week, this past week, I said, you know, I feel overwhelmed. And then Holy Spirit had to remind me, it's because you're not waiting on me. 
you're not waiting on me. You know, sometimes we try and make things happen in our own time. You know, the end of the year is coming. Everybody's talking about crunch time. How are you going to use the, you know, the last few months of the year? And that's all well and good. You know, we are supposed to be productive as we wait on the Lord, which I'm going to show you here in a moment. You know, so yes, you're supposed to have goals. You know, God is a God of order. He's a God of productivity. He's a God of pre, of uh, creativity. Okay. He creates, he produces. So that's not abnormal. That's not anti-God. However, sometimes we can push and push so much that even though our bodies are youthful, our bodies have, you know, vitality and we have strength, guess what? You can still get tired and you can still get weary. And maybe it's because we need to take a moment and wait. Because when we wait on the Lord, when we wait for his instruction, apples, I'm talking to myself here. You guys already know if I'm telling you, I'm telling myself as we wait on the Lord, it allows us to be renewed because we know that we are not the only one that is, you know, working toward this goal. We're not doing this by ourselves. We're waiting for our creator. We're waiting for God to give the momentum. We're waiting for him to help us. And so that period of waiting and not constantly, you know, running and pushing and on the, you know, on the wheel of life, we can just pause and say, you know what? Let me wait on the Lord because in doing so, in pausing, in listening for the next step, we get renewed. We can take a break and we can get renewed. The strength is renewed for those who wait on the Lord. The next line says, they shall mount up with wings as eagles. Now, you know, as I was preparing for this episode, um, there is a story that I heard, you know, years ago, if you've been in the personal development, uh, you know, or motivational development circle for years, you've probably heard the story about how the eagle, um, you know, breaks off its talons, you know, those sharp claws that it uses to catch its prey and how it plucks out its feathers and, you know, in an effort to rejuvenate the feathers it needs to fly and how it knocks off its beak, you know, I mean, and the story is to inspire us, right? The story is basically saying what the eagle has to do, you know, at, I believe it's like year 40 of life, the eagle supposedly goes through all of these, you know, very self-inflicting, harmful, painful steps in order to continue life because, you know, the eagle has to go through this whole, you know, metamorphosis in order to continue on and live to, I think, age 70 is what's quoted. But you guys, as I was preparing for this episode I did my research. That's actually not true. Biologically, that story, while it's very inspirational, that's a total myth. It's not true. It's inspiring, but it's not true. The eagle can't live up to 70 years, and it definitely does not break off its beak and rip out its feathers. But what I did find out is true about the eagle. Okay, and we know that the eagle is, you know, by far one of the most majestic birds you know, that God created, one thing is, or a few things are true. Yes, the eagle does have to shed its feathers, but it's not some stressful, you know, painful process, but it does take some time. You know, if the eagle didn't have any feathers, well, then um, it would not be able to fly. Okay. You wouldn't have temperature regulation. 
right? So there are so many things that come with the eagle having feathers, but all the feathers don't just get plucked out and they don't just fall out all at once. But in a process called feaking, F-E-A-K-I-N-G, the, uh, the, the feathers, you know, fall out. And yes, it's to allow for the regrowth of new feathers, right? So fresh new feathers that allow the bird to soar and fly and, you know, all the physics behind that. Another thing too, the eagle uses its beak to, you know, grab its prey, to eat its prey and so forth, catch its prey. So the beak has to be nice and sharp, right? So one thing the eagle does do, it doesn't pull or break its beak off because then it would not be able to eat. It would essentially die. But what it does do is it continuously takes the beak and goes back and forth against like rocks or, you know, hard surfaces, just like you would a knife, you know, think of when you're sharpening a knife in an effort to make sure that the beak is nice and sharp because it's made of a layer of keratin or a substance called keratin, the substance that makes up our nails, okay, our human nails. So to keep it sharp, then yes, the eagle has to sharpen it just like, you know, back and forth motion against stone uh, so that it, it stays sharp. Um, and then, you know, as far as the talons, it's the same thing. So there's still some sharpening, right? There's still some constant, you know, um, self-improvement that the eagle has to go through in order for it to mount up and soar and to survive and to be the dominant bird, the majestic bird that it is. So as I'm reading this, I'm like, interesting, as we're waiting on the Lord, as our strength is being renewed, we're still doing something in the background, you guys, you know, so waiting on the Lord, you know, it's not just about sitting down and saying, okay, I gave my life to Christ. Boom. I'm waiting on God to fulfill all my dreams. I'm waiting on God to make everything happen. I'm waiting on God to use me. No, 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 no. Apples. There is an activity that comes along with godly waiting. Okay. So just as how the eagle preps itself by feaking, you know, you know, shedding off the old feathers to allow the new feathers to come in, sharpening the beak, sharpening the talons. That way it can soar. Okay. That's what we need to be doing. So while we're waiting on the Lord, while we're not pushing things forward with our own strength and our own will, while we're truly listening for God to tell us what needs to be done next, we're still sharpening our axe. We're still making sure that we're deep diving into the word of God. We're still listening to Holy Spirit. We're still trying to make sure we're listening to what God says and not what the world says, not what our peers say, not what the expectation of society is. I thought that was very interesting. So as I was, you know, going through my most recent, you know, moment of impatience, thinking about, okay, what's going to happen five years from now? You know, am I, am I ready for it? Am I setting up for it? Am I doing what I need to do for it? All good things, you guys, all good questions to ask yourself. But if you stop and take a moment you might see where maybe you're being impatient, not just being prepared. Okay. There's a difference. Now for you, it might be different. 
You know, it might be that you don't deal with impatience in that way. Maybe it's about finding your spouse. Maybe it's about landing the job. Maybe it's about buying your first home. Maybe it's about having children. Okay, everybody has their own little thing as far as, you know, they're waiting for this. They are expecting that. And we have to exercise patience. But you and Holy Spirit, you talk about it. He'll show you what it is. Okay, he's, he's a faithful, good daddy. He'll show you through Holy Spirit what's going on. God is a good God. He will do that. But as I was, you know, talking with Holy Spirit, he's like, hey, 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 remember, as you're waiting, Make sure that you're doing it productively. Make sure that you're becoming the person, the woman of God, the man of God that is going to be able to receive that which you are asking for, expecting. So we're waiting on the Lord. We're taking a break. We are becoming renewed. And during that time, as we're waiting, we are working on ourselves so that we can mount up with wings as eagles. The next line says, they shall run and not be weary. Apples, you have to keep going. You have to keep going. So even though you might not know step number 10, there is a next step that you have to take. You have to keep moving. You have to keep running. Now, remember, you know, the Bible says that, you know, this whole life we're living, this race, it's not for the swift, not for the people who finish first. It's not for the fast people. Thank God, because I've never been a fast runner. (laughs) No, this is a marathon. It's for the one who will endure till the end. So we have to keep moving. We have to keep taking steps. A few years ago, I was having a conversation with an awesome woman of God, Um, Chris, and, you know, we were talking and she reminded me again, you know, because again, I have, I have these moments of impatience with the big picture. And she reminded me, she said, Hey, remember, all you need to know is what the next step is. God is in control of all the steps. He's not going to show you the big picture all the time. Number one, because you need to exercise your patience and your faith. If you knew how and when it were going to work out, you wouldn't need to depend on God. And God requires us to have faith in him. Otherwise, he cannot be pleased. Remember, the word of God says it is impossible to please God without faith. It's impossible. So apples, you have to keep going, even if all you're doing is you're still repeating the same step over and over Until he gives you the next move, you just keep running, keep going. And when you wait on the Lord, you won't be weary. But see, what I realize in my own life and in talking to other good apples, we're trying so hard to get to the next step that we're getting so tired repeating the same step we are currently in. But it's because we're so focused on the next step that gives emotional exhaustion, spiritual exhaustion. But God is saying right here, look, pause, pump your brakes. Okay. He allowed Isaiah to break it down for us. Run. But when you run with the purpose of, okay, God, I'm running until you tell me to stop and go left or go right. Or until you give me the next move when you're running With God's pace, you will not be weary. Oh, apples, 
I am so blessed in this moment. Holy Spirit, thank you so much. God, thank you so much. Apples, I needed this message right now. Like I am so happy that I am sharing this with you because just speaking it out and breaking it down is really helping me. Please, if it's touching you, if it's reaching you, number one, I ask you to share it with someone else. You don't know what your fellow friends and family members, co-workers, you don't know what they're dealing with, okay? But I do know that if it's touching you, number one, you should share with somebody else. Also too, please let me know, reach out to me. It does help to encourage me and to keep me going, okay? All right, so as we are waiting, we should keep going. Apples, we've got to keep going. And after this quick break, we're going to continue to break down verse 31 and then we'll wrap it up. Hello, Apples. I really hope that you are enjoying the podcast. I know that I am really enjoying sharing the information with you. I truly feel like God is already moving and we haven't even gotten into the nitty gritty yet. Now, if you are finding any of this information valuable, go ahead and share the podcast because I do know that if the Lord puts someone on your heart, whether it's a co-worker or a roommate or a parent or a friend, a neighbor, if someone is placed on your heart, God knows exactly why they need to hear this message. So go ahead, be obedient and share. Now, right before the break, Apple's I was just breaking down all of the promises that we can expect when we wait on the Lord. And I think it's very interesting that at the very end of Isaiah 40, verse 31, Isaiah writes this, and they shall walk and not faint. Now, throughout the verse, we're seeing, you know, eagle wings mounting. We're talking about running and not being weary. So clearly there's a movement going on, right? Things are happening. So I was asking Holy Spirit, why then would you instruct the author to also add in walking? I mean, we're already in motion. What is the significance? And so, yes, it could definitely be, you know, to make it more poetic um, and to drive home the point that, hey, there's movement going on. There are things happening, even though we're waiting on the Lord. But I, I believe that it might also be something more deep. OK, so we can all attest to the fact that when we have goals in life, right, when you and Holy Spirit have talked and he said, OK, this is where, uh, you know, I want to lead you. This is the direction that I have for your life. We know that there are times when it feels as though life is moving very quickly and you can see the goal coming to fruition, manifestation very rapidly. And then other times it's as though there's little to no movement at all, almost like a walking pace, a snail pace, you know, even though most of us feel as though life is moving at the speed of light right now, you know, there are times if we stop and think about it, when things seem to slow down, you know, the goals seem to slow down, the manifestation, the fruition seems to kind of pause And so I think, you know, when I was talking with Holy Spirit, I think it's interesting that Isaiah wrote, he finished off this whole verse by saying, and they shall walk and not faint. So yes, faint as in, you know, you physically give out, say, you know what, I can go no further. 
but also faint of heart. Like, you know, you feel like giving in, you feel like giving up, you know, like I just, I'm not going to go any longer. Nothing's happening. And, you know, we've all been there before. We're like, okay, God, I remember we had this conversation. I remember you gave this desire to me in my heart. Okay. Because the Bible tells us that he will give us the desires of our heart as in he will tell us what is the appropriate desire. And so when Holy Spirit has given you the desire of your heart to say, hey, this is a goal that you should work toward. And then sometimes it seems like it's taken forever and a day to happen. That's that walk. That's that slow pace where if we're not careful, if we're not waiting on the Lord, we'd faint. We would say, I'm done. I quit. Turn around. No more. Or we would just stop and sit down. We just literally stop and just take a seat. But apples, Isaiah says, but when we wait upon the Lord, we will walk and not faint. We will keep going even though it seems as though little to nothing is happening. Apples, as I talk to you, I'm talking to myself and I am rejoicing and thanking God for this reminder. I'm so grateful that God thought of everything that he put it in his word to act as a light, a guide for us, a life guide. Because there are so many times when you and I are in seasons of walking and we want to run, we want to fly, we want to soar, we want for things to happen. But God says, hey, you need to wait. Because guess what? When you wait on me, you can renew your strength. You can discipline yourself. You can grow as a person so that you can mount up with wings just like eagles do. And you can be ready to receive that which you are praying and believing for. You can not only discipline yourself and become a better person through me as you wait on me, but you can also run and not be weary. So when things are coming at you really quickly, you can also deal with it at that fast speed because you're waiting on me. You're waiting for me to say, okay, now this move, this step, left, right, left, right. God is directing your path. And then even when things slow down almost to a halt and you're just walking, you're not going to faint. You're not going to give up because you're waiting on the Lord. All righty, Apples, that is it for episode one, season two of the Good Apple Podcast. I have really been blessed as I was sharing this information with you, and I hope that you have been blessed as well. If you have, you know what to do. Reach out to me. Check down below for all of my contact information. Don't forget, share this episode with a friend, okay? You never know what someone else is going through. Huge shout out to Kevin and Emily. Thank you so much for your continued support here of the Good Apple Podcast, as well as the community at large. Continue to check in, you guys. I will have other giveaways, just my way of saying thank you for supporting this podcast. So until next Sunday, God bless you. And remember, I am Sharonda Simone, and I will either see you at the top or from the top. You decide. Bye.